Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Oh my. Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Carl Middleman, executive producer, is losing his mind. What are you playing, man? Uh, this is Guns N' Roses, and they Slash was in an interview this week that said, we could never make songs like this again. <laughs> no, you couldn't. No. Oh my gosh. What was that uh, yeah, song I was thinking from the about Dixie that. Chicks? Um, Kill Earl? Goodbye Earl. Yeah, Goodbye Earl. Yeah, goodbye, I mean, Earl. that wouldn't be popular yeah. these days, would it? Yeah, but that's Black Eyed Peas, a little uh, arsenic in it. That's not harmful, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, it's it's really interesting because I really went into a deep thought in my thought tub uh, recently this week when I heard uh, that you guys, uh, you know, we were, 97.1 was giving away Guns N' Roses tickets. Yeah. The more you listen to the Odyssey app, which is cool, but I'm thinking, let's go back to that, that was it the very first show at Riverport? Yeah. And they were banned from St. Louis forever. <laughs> yeah. And now we woke up and we're letting them back in. Well, they've been back a couple times since then, haven't they? Once or twice? Once. Twice. Didn't they play? Once. This will, this will be the second time. They were okay. in Kansas City with Metallica and Ice-T and Body Count. I went to that show. Oh. I was at the well, Riverport Riot in 1991, and then I went and saw them in Kansas City, and then I saw them a couple years ago at the Dome, and I'm, I'm not thinking i'm going to be at the show at bush stadium but i will probably be at the show at bush stadium uh, tickets will be available guess who i saw you know, this I, week who who uh, i saw mammoth wolfgang van halen at the factory no you fantastic show he was warming up for alter bridge mm -hmm. right which uh, is which creed, creed without scott stapp right and uh 
I was 20 feet from him. It was fantastic. I love that venue. Two days before his 32nd birthday. I know. He only <laughs> turned 32 this week, but of course he is the spawn of Edward Van Halen, which is why I <laughs> love spawn. him. And he is absolutely, you know, my daughter pointed out yesterday, if you're going to name your kid Wolfgang, you're putting a lot of pressure on him, right, to, to be a musical <laughs> yeah. genius. This kid is a musical genius. He plays all of the all of the instruments on his album, and he had to hire a band to play it live. He plays wow. guitar. He did he did the singing, the backup singing, the keyboards, the drums, the bass. He did everything on his album, and he's producing another one the same way. And then he'll he teach his band to play it. He's brilliant. That that is amazing. Out of Nashville, because my my country career, it was amazing to me that studio musicians did the albums, but then the road bands had to keep up. They had yeah. to keep up with that, you know, that talent skill. And uh, oof, that's rough. But yeah, Wolfgang, that's a cool name. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but I was gonna I was gonna mention, you know, Axl Rose before they started this tour, he'd been hanging out with Carrie Underwood, showing up on her her shows uh, for the last couple of years, and they you know come out and do his hits, and I don't know. Well, uh, I, he has got he's got a country background. He dated uh, Aaron Everly for a long time. I from I, the Everly Brothers' I to, daughter. I, so yeah. I go see Mammoth Van Halen the other night. I'm in the I'm in I'm on the floor with the members of a local band who I was introduced to there called Divine Sorrow, and um, w- one of the guys uh, t- tells me that is he. He was working security at that show when Axl Rose jumped off the stage, and there's a picture of him with Axl Rose in the headlock 30 years ago. Oh, nice. nice. He said he's got it framed now, at his house. I was in 12th row and had a backstage pass to interview them after the show. Wow. <laughs> of course. And I still have that yeah. backstage pass. I never didn't got happen? the inter- didn't oh. get the interview. No. I did help so, move a uh, chair above my he- a table above my head so I did not get hit with one. I see. Can I ask a question? Can you clarify? It was was that Guns N' Roses show the very first show at Riverport or no? No, it was Am not. I mistaken? It was I want to say number seven. Like Mannheim okay. Steamroller was before that, and there was a show that was canceled right after that. The next show that was out there was David Lee Roth and Cinderella. That was okay. the next show okay. that they had because they had to cancel something the day the show after that. And well, I went to that David out- Lee Roth show. That was good. This this is the outdoors portion of your <laughs> great outdoors <laughs> uh, show uh, on the radio. Thank you so much for uh, listening. Yeah, uh, yeah, but yeah no it's, it's been a crazy week um, in the city, of course. Uh, two hours and two blocks from you. Uh, two hours, and I say two hours because you show up at what three or four in the morning. Correct. Mm-hmm. And at two in the morning on Wednesday morning. See, we're in the twelve hundred block of Olive. In the nine hundred block of Olive. Windows got shot out of a couple of businesses, including a restaurant and an urgent care. And Channel Four was covering the story, or Channel Five, or Channel Two. I, I don't know who it was. And um, the people that live in the loft are down there saying, "Oh, we're so concerned." And I don't know. I don't know what what we need to do. We sometimes wake up to the staccato of gunshots all through the night, and it's hard to get back to sleep. I think, and I know this will be controversial. I think maybe we need a better police presence. Is that shocking to you? What are you talking about? So one of the residents said, I think maybe we need more police. That's going to be breaking news to Shara Jones, who defunds the police. And, of course, it's completely the opposite of what Kim Gardner wants to do, who won't prosecute the criminals. My argument is 
The guy that drove by in the car that fired the shots into the windows may well have had an ankle monitor on and and been, uh, you know, uh, breaking his bond, his personal recognizance bond, by even being in that location at that time because she didn't file to revoke his bond because she's got too many other things going on and she's incompetent. It's possible. It is. uh, Yeah, it is shocking, especially with the... uh, the guy that hit the girl uh, that was in for the volleyball tournament. Right. Um, you know, it, it, it makes you think how many other people have violated that ankle monitor uh, and, and how many people are wearing those things. And again, I thought you get one chance to screw that up and they come and get you and you throw you back in the, in the, in the city. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they wrap uh, that up in the city. You get 100. That, that is so At brutal. At least 90. Well, Kim Gardner filed her, her response to the, a circuit to the attorney general this week we were reading it on the air this week and i mean i'm not an attorney i don't play one on the radio i have a daughter who's an attorney but even reading this as someone who's not an attorney basically her argument is well in order to provide a quo waranto complaint one elected official has to prove that the other elected official was more than just negligent so it said basically let's assume he's correct and Kim Gardner was negligent. The question is, was she intentionally negligent, and can he prove it? I don't know about you, Bo. To me, that's like saying, it's not enough to admit that I'm incompetent. You have to prove that I was intentionally incompetent to get me kicked out of office. She basically admits in the filing that they were negligent, but that that's not enough to justify her leaving office. It, it, you know what, it, uh, the optics of it seems like it was intended to, to not do her job. Right, That's what right, it seems like to me. Right. Um, but uh, actually, uh, I did want to mention that uh, the Attorney General, Andrew Bailey, has filed new court documents uh, late Wednesday <laughs> night as part of this ongoing effort. So the fight's not over, uh, but he definitely wants her removed from the office Bo, ASAP. Bo Matthews, you've heard me say this many times. If somebody tells you who they are, you should believe them. I think all Andrew Bailey needs to do in those new documents is provide the court with with one of Kim Gardner's uh, election campaign flyers where she promised criminal justice reform, which in her own work, I mean, basically, if you read what she wants to do, she wanted fewer people in jail. She wanted to eliminate cash bond. She basically spells out exactly what she's instituted since she's been in office. She told them what she was going to do, and she's been doing the will of George Soros in office by letting criminals back out on the streets. This is the result of that. I mean, it's it's maddening. It really is. There's no consequences when they have, they have there's no consequences. There's no consequences. You, you do your crime, you have no worry. You're going to be able to, you know, go to grandma's house and, <laughs> and, and sleep good and get a good meal. Uh, it, it, there has to be something. And this no cash bail that's going around the country is, I, I just, I don't even, I just can't even compute. Well, it makes but. one, it makes one think about things like self-defense and conceal carry and, and, and 100%. maybe open carry and constitutional carry. When we come back, we're going to talk to a representative from gun owners of America. They're, they're battling a Republican legislature right now where they can't seem to get constitutional carry passed it's baffling and uh, you'll be as surprised as we are when you find out what state this is coming from that's coming up right here on second amendment radio and the great outdoors
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Mark Cox, I'm Bo Matthews. Carl Middleman is here as well, our executive producer. Pew, pew. And we have this segment brought to you by Razorback Armory. I just texted uh, Jesse over at Razorback this morning. I saw in Colian Noir's uh, tweet, we put men on the moon 50 years ago and land ships on Mars, yet it takes eight months for the <laughs> ATF to clear a Form 4 for your silencer or suppressor. Uh, get, get the process started at Razorback Armory. If you've been thinking about it, it's great for hearing protection. It's great for recoil, uh, diminishing that a little bit. Go in to talk to them. Go to RazorbackArmory.com. Get the address and go on over and meet Jesse and Brad and the crew. They'll take good care of you. All right. Here we go. All right. So yeah. so I have my concealed carry. I know, I uh, assume, Bo, that you have your concealed carry. And a lot, you know, here's the thing about it. Do you open carry? No. So I'm not a fan of that. If you're not law enforcement, I'm not a fan of that. Personally. Okay. Do you, do you uh, believe in constitutional carry? You do, don't you? I do absolutely, yeah. and we and, have it in and Missouri. That's what I live by every day. Absolutely, we have it in Missouri. You don't, you don't have to go get a concealed carry license uh, to carry a gun if you're if you're of age, right? You can, you have the right to do that. And but there there are some states in America where you still can't do that. I was a little surprised to learn what some of them are. Uh, but this morning we have uh, Luis Valdez with us uh, from the Gun Owners of America. And Luis, welcome to the show. Thank you, gentlemen. It's a pleasure to be on the air, and thank you for what you do. You guys are a shining, bright light of liberty in these dark and troubled times with your show. So thanks for that. Well, I, lo- I yeah, love you that know, description. Thank you. 
and and I'm actually shocked because every week I'm expecting, you know, that uh, the man is going to say no more Second Amendment talk. but because we are in the media, but I'm so glad we get to do the show to talk about important things like we do every week, whether it's hiking or fishing. But the important stuff is the Second Amendment stuff we're talking about now. Now it is, gentlemen, that it is. And Florida right now is in a crucial fight for the Second Amendment. And the sad thing is the people we are fighting to make the state better aren't Democrats. It's Republicans. Oh, this is getting to be an old story. I mean, I, I complain about it in Missouri. We have a supermajority in the legislature and a Republican governor, and we're surrounded by states that don't have numbers that strong, but who are passing more conservative legislation than we are here in Missouri. So in Florida, that that really does surprise me to hear that. It's very much the same situation. Um, just to Just to give you a brief synopsis of what's going on right now, The governor pledged before he leaves office, whether it's 2024, 2026, that he would enact constitutional carry. And the definition of constitutional carry is very simple. The ability to open or conceal carry a firearm without a government-issued permission slip, no more, no less. Well, the Republicans in the legislature, they have introduced a watered-down bill that is only a permitless concealed carry-only bill. Uh, Florida would still be one of four states in the country that outright bans open carry. The other three are New York, Illinois, and California. Uh, Governor DeSantis has openly stated that he supports open carry. He would like it added to the bill. But he doesn't think his own Republican supermajority legislature would amend the the bills to add it. But the worst thing of all that is our Senate President Kathleen Pasadomo has publicly stated that she's against open carry because our sheriffs are. And furthermore, she's against repealing our under-21 purchase ban because our sheriffs are. And to add insult to injury, this past weekend, the House bill sponsor for our permitless carry bill um, was not confronted, but you had another organization. They were passing out two pro-Second Amendment flyers in his neighborhood and they stopped by his house and they delivered a flyer and um you know it it was all cordial and they were leaving and representative chuck brannon basically came out of his house and berated these people and it was all caught on film and one of the things he stated was i don't even know what constitutional carry is i don't write the bill that's done by the drafting committee just take the win maybe i should just pull the bill and you know what? You guys could always vote for Democrats. That is the attitude that we have of Republican lawmakers. And Brannon last year was the committee chair who blocked the constitutional carry bill that was introduced last session as committee chair because he never brought it up for a vote. And he had the nerve to say this past weekend, oh, you guys are spreading lies. I didn't block the bill. Well, Representative Brannon, if you're the committee chair and you have the power to determine what bills are brought up in your committee, you're saying you don't have that power. So who was it? Who blocked the bills? Name names. See, it's a good question. You know, I'm, I'm just I, I'm still stuck on the you mentioned four states, New York, Illinois, California and Florida. One of those is not the same as the other three. I, I can't think of anything else. Florida would have in common with New York, Illinois, and California, except that people are fleeing those other three states to get to Florida, and yet Florida is the same as them when it comes to open carry, correct? Is that what we're talking about? Very much so. And 
as a former law enforcement officer myself, I find it ludicrous that Florida sheriffs are against open carry or any pro-gun legislation for the most part when their counterparts in the rest of the country have no issue dealing with it. And they come up with the excuse of, oh, well, you know, open carry, it's a danger to patrol officers, it's a danger to this. And I go, wait, 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 hold on. How would it be a danger for me as a police officer to visibly see, oh, that guy's armed. Oh, okay, cool. I mean, logically speaking, it would make more sense that the good guys are openly carrying, because historically that's what it was. Historically, good guys open carried and bad guys concealed carry. They were up to uh, no good nefarious intent. But now, here in Florida, you have Republican sheriffs, Republican lawmakers upholding a Democrat gun control policy because our ban on open carry was instituted by none other than uh, Bill Clinton's former attorney general, Janet Reno, when she was the Dade County state attorney, the the county level prosecutor. Wow. um, In Florida in 1987, there was a special legislative session discussing fiscal and tax policy. And she pressed the lawmakers then to ban open carry. And they did. And to this day, 30 plus years later, you have a ban on open carry on the books and you have sheriffs who claim they're pro-gun, who campaign, oh, you know, um, I, I, I love the Second Amendment. You guys should be on. And they flat out say, like uh, uh, Pinellas County Sheriff Bob Goltiari, if I see someone in my county open carry, I'll have my deputies prone them out at gunpoint. Wow. Yeah, that's that's frightening. Uh, you know, Louis Valdez uh, from Gun Owners of America is our guest on Second Amendment Radio on the Great Outdoors. Uh, first of all, thank you for your service in law enforcement, and thanks for taking up this fight and, and informing people of what's going on. But we, I think we can all agree that you don't have to be smart to, to win an election. Um, there's more there's more questions on a driver's test uh, than it is. I mean, because winning an election is about money and, and funding and stuff like that. You know, and we've gone this far into this conversation, Mark, and we have not heard the, the term rhino. But I think that uh, <laughs> those states that people have left have moved to uh, the red states and they're bringing their politics with them. And I think we're seeing the signs of that more and more every day, including this situation right here. Don't you think? Yes and no. Some of the biggest opponents to uh, expanding Second Amendment rights in Florida aren't folks from the Northeast or from out West. They're good old-fashioned Florida Southern crackers. And and to (laughs) clarify, crackers in Florida doesn't mean what most of your listeners are going to think. Florida (laughs) specifically, cracker means someone that is an established uh, uh, settler of Florida, and the term comes from cracking the bullwhip on working the cattle herds. Florida Cowboys didn't yeah, Florida Cowboys didn't use lassos. They used bullwhips. So a Florida cracker means someone that settled Florida way before, like in the early 1800s. And, you know, you could trace your family lineage to that. But those types of – some of those people, and I've seen them in Republican Party meetings here in Florida, and, when, and I've publicly debated them, and they literally give me excuses of, we shouldn't have open carry. We shouldn't have constitutional carry in Florida because I don't want my wife to be – shocked or offended at the walmart while she's picking up groceries and i had another guy who's a retired county judge that literally said we don't need constitutional carry in florida because i don't want the idea of certain classes of people being armed and by certain classes he meant african-americans wow and the reason why that he literally brought up well in 1866 
the former town marshal was killed by freed blacks, and that's why we have a permitting system. And this is 2023 where you have people saying this. That's that's sad. Uh, Luis Valdez with us from Gun Owners of America. You know, let's let's just talk about open carry for a minute. I remember when it was brought up in Missouri, there were a lot of people that said, well, why do we need that? I, I would be scared if I saw somebody walking down the street with a gun on their hip. Like the First Amendment, if we need to remind people of this, um, you, you, when your speech needs to be uh, protected is when is when the first time somebody's offended by it. That that's the point of the Constitution, and and the Second Amendment protects you just like the First Amendment protects you. Oh, very much so. And I'll even give someone a, a more modern legal reason, a more practical reason. Florida right now has a law seven ninety point zero five three that says a brief and accidental exposure isn't an arrestable offense. Except it's poorly written. It's not defined what brief and accidental is. There's no time frame. It's up to the officer's discretion. As a police officer, when I was still sworn, I was off duty. I was on my motorcycle on the Palmetto Expressway heading home. A marked Miami-Dade police unit passed me on my motorcycle, and my T-shirt was flapping and my Glock pistol was exposed. He slammed on his brakes, pulled up behind me, pulled me over at gunpoint, and the only reason why I wasn't arrested for open carry was because I had my law enforcement credentials on me. If I was wow. John Q. Citizen, he would have stu- he would have cuffed and stuffed me into the back of a marked unit. The reason why yeah. we really need open carry in Florida is for that very reason, because you have some officers that are just they don't care. They will violate your civil rights. It is a, I, I, it I is would, a it's an issue of legal protection from overzealous I, prosecutors and law enforcement. You know, uh, Lewis, uh, we don't know each other very well, but I, I will say this. Uh, the, the one rub that I have about open carry is that because people are becoming more targets every single day, and if uh, if you uh, are not thinking about it, you're shopping for toilet paper or whatever, and you've got your pistol on your hip, uh, whoever wants that weapon, they are, they are you are the prey, and they are hunting you to find out when they can grab that gun because gun, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, guns, you know, st- that are stolen all the time. Uh, you know, they're not just out of a house or out of a car. If it's on your hip and you are not prepared, and that's why I said I'm, I'm, so I'm for it for law enforcement, of course. But my, my biggest rub too is when somebody goes on Facebook or Twitter and shows their weapon and says, "Hey, look, my new concealed carry." You are missing the point of what concealed carry is. I think we all should be armed and you know, safety and trained for using that when something does go down. But I also think that people that do open carry because they're a big old boy or whatever, I think it, I think it's dangerous. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think we should outlaw it. I just don't agree with that part of the second amendment. Well, I'll, I'll just bring this up real quick. 47 Please. states have open carry on the books out of the vast majority of the country. The majority of people don't open carry. They don't because right. it's, but here's the thing. They have the option to, and sometimes open carrying is a very good deterrent. And I'll, yeah. I'll give a great example. My wife, she's five foot two. She's 110 pounds soaking wet. Uh, you know, sometimes in nature you have that, you have those bright colors on certain animals or you have the rattler on the rattlesnake and it's like, Hey, don't mess with me. If my wife is leaving work at late at night in a darkly, in a dimly lit parking lot and she's openly carrying, that's going to tell potential muggers, Hey, 
don't mess with me. Yeah. I'm armed. I'm ready to strike. That's a good point. Okay. I, 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 I get that part. I do. And, and I appreciate you, you uh, challenged me on it. But, uh, you know, walking through the Home Depot, somebody with a, a pit bull, I mean, that, that looks a little dangerous, too. But um, you, as long as your wife or as long as anybody that does open carry is completely trained and completely comfortable with that weapon, I'm all for it. But there's so many that are not, you know? But it, again, it comes down to it's an inalienable right. Do you have to go to the government and seek permission and get training to exercise your First Amendment rights? You no. do not. And people no. would be shocked at the at the even suggesting that. My family fled communist Cuba in 1961. And the first thing Fidel Castro did when he took power in 1959 was he stood before the people in Havana and he said, Admas porque, meaning guns. Why? Why do you need guns? We, the government, will protect you. Yeah. And oh. last I've checked for 60-plus years, my fellow countrymen fleeing my patria, my fatherland, come here across shark-infested waters to exercise their inalienable God-given rights, rights that they're born with. And, I, and look, I understand constitutional carry and open carry sometimes. It's, it's a touchy subject. But these are individual inalienable rights. The government doesn't grant us our rights, not even the Constitution. The Constitution enumerates our rights. It's a specific list that says, these are so important, we're going to specifically list them. You can't mess with them. And you could either live in a free society with certain risks, or you could live in a fake, in a, uh, fake secure society with no freedoms, and in reality, you're not safe because we could look at California, New York, and right. Illinois with the most gun control laws on the books, and they have the highest crime rates. Right. Criminals don't care. They break the law. Yeah. Why should the law It's an all-or-nothing thing. I, I yeah. think that's a great point. Well, Louis Valdez, listen, gunowners.org is the website. Thank you for updating us on what's going on down there in the, in the great state of Florida, who I have a great admiration for, love the beaches, love the sun, uh, love the governor. But uh, they got to get their stuff together at the, in the legislature down there. That we do. And the governor is fighting a hard fight against the Republican establishment. Yeah. I mean, literally, that's mm-hmm. what it is. Well, listen, Lewis, uh, we appreciate you. Gunowners.org is the website. We will, uh, we'll have you on again soon. Thank you. Thank you. And have yourself a good one, gentlemen. Yep, we sure will. I appreciate uh, it. Absolutely. And uh, good, good to uh, get Lewis on here this morning. Interesting to know how other states are dealing with this because we've had it for so long in, in Missouri. Um, are are you an open carry? Real quick question: Are you an open carry fan? I'm not comfortable doing it. I just I don't see I don't see any reason. To, I'm with I'm with you. I think people should have okay. the right to do it. I just sure. don't know why you need to do it. Like if I'm going right. to conceal carry, the point is it's only there if I need it. I'm not carrying it to intimidate anyone. I'm it's there for self defense or the defense of someone else if they're attacked. Uh, but I would not be comfortable openly carrying because I don't see any reason to do that. I don't want to. I don't want to transmit to somebody that i've got a gun on me i don't want them to know that right that's they don't the, need to know exactly exactly uh just like my uh my issue with uh, people bringing their pets their yeah. pet dogs <laughs> yeah. to home depot or lowe's <laughs> or costco i saw that the other day oh uh, leave pit bull at home that's what you're saying bro i get it, I get it. <laughs> yeah All exactly right. hey you know coming up uh we've been covering the sad story out of herman of the officer killed the other one severely injured backstoppers is on the job we're going to talk to ron battelle the executive director of backstoppers on how you can help coming up
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. All star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. Welcome back. Uh, Mark Cox here along with uh, Bo Matthews. And we've been unfortunately having to cover the loss of another member of law enforcement. And, of course, this critical injuries to a second officer down in Herman, Missouri. I know on our website at 971talk.com we've got a link to ways you can help these families. But before all of that... Uh, there was already an organization out there that's been doing that for for many years, uh, to the to the tune of uh, over two and a half million dollars a year. I think they spend in supporting families that have lost loved ones. And uh, former St. Louis County Police Chief Ron Battelle, Executive Director of Backstoppers, is joining us on Second Amendment Radio today to talk about their efforts in Herman. And Ron, uh, thanks for your time. No, anytime, Mark. Yeah, it's good. it's good to get you on here. And, you know, I know you guys have already been on the ground down there in Herman. Tell me tell me what Backstoppers is doing for uh, Detective Sergeant Mason Griffin's family and, and uh, Alan Sullentrup. Well, we, we gave uh, both families uh, initially $10,000 each to use for whatever needs they have right now. And, uh, and then we'll get together with them in a week or two and uh, go over their financial obligations, especially in the Griffith case. And uh, uh, our goal there is to make them debt-free if we can. Yeah. Yeah, it is uh, It is so important. And uh, we really appreciate you joining us on the, on the show this weekend because we You're do welcome. want to get the word out. We want to keep backstoppers in the forefront of people's minds uh, because we, we don't want to use the organization, uh, but the organization is stepping up every single time. And uh, probably everybody remembers getting that blue alert on their phone Sunday night. And yep. when you see the images of the tactical uh, vehicle with a, a, a law enforcement officer sticking out of the turret, this was a serious situation. Casey, Casey, Casey's is, is a place people go for pizza and gas, and this is not where, uh, especially in Herman, Missouri, you think of Herman, you would, let's go to the wine country. And so for backstoppers to not even hesitate, uh, Mr. Patel, thank you so much for stepping up and, and doing it so quickly because, of course, the families are running through this horrible emotion, but yet finances comes into play immediately as we all know absolutely you know we we can't bring back back their loved one but we can uh, make their life better by helping with the financial situation and uh, 
Well, one of the important things we do is educate the children from daycare through college, and uh, we're proud of that. Yeah, you should be. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I Ron and I talked about this uh, earlier in the week, and that, that you have you're still supporting a widow of a law enforcement officer killed back in 1959. Correct. He he was a uh, firefighter. Okay. In, in fact, he was the first uh, recipient of uh, backstopper assistance. His wife was and. Uh, he was a volunteer firefighter going out fire and uh, died in an automobile accident. But uh, his wife is 97 years old and still alive, and we're still helping her out. You know, that's fantastic. But, uh, that, 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 yeah, that is is really touching. Um, was the organization started before her uh, needs, or was it after? Uh, the organization was started in 1959, and uh, uh, firefighter Brogdon died in 1960, so she was the first one. Yeah. Wow. To be uh, thinking ahead like that, that is, is wonderful. Your website has a lot of great yeah. information. And as people are listening to our conversation, you know, everybody uh, everybody's heart breaks a little bit when uh, there is a situation like what happened in Herman. Uh, but uh, the ongoing support is what is needed. Uh, of course, you have guns and hoses and a lot of people and organizations supporting. What are some simple ways that people can do uh, by, by helping support your efforts like right now? Well, they can uh, become a member of Backstoppers. We've got different levels of uh, membership. They can uh, join and help us, and that those memberships help sustain the organization financial, financially. And uh, and they can also just make a donation by going to backstoppers.org and uh, go to the donation page and make whatever donation they desire. But... Uh, you know, it takes a lot to fund these families and like $2.5 million a year. And uh, so, you know, you can say, we well, we had a big fundraiser and we made a lot of money on it, but it takes a lot of money to uh, support these families. And, you know, they deserve that. That's the least they deserve from the community. You know, they these officers, firefighters, EMS, they laid down their lives in the line of duty. To support the community and keep it safe, and uh, we owe it to them. Yeah, no, I, I would agree with that. Ron Battelle, our guest, uh, executive director at Backstoppers, and you know, Ron, um, I've lived in a number of different cities around the country. In fact, I've, I've known Ron for thirty years. He was he was at my wedding. He we worked with my father in law <laughs> and the county police. I've lived in other towns though before I came to St. Louis. And while there may have been organizations like Backstoppers, I don't remember being aware of them. I mean, how lucky are we here in the St. Louis area? Are are there other organizations that have copied what you guys are doing, or were we among the first here in St. Louis to have something like this? Yeah, we took the idea out of Detroit. They had a hunter club or a blue coats club up there, and some bit local businessmen decided we needed this in St. Louis, and that's when they started it in 1959. But currently, there are other organizations throughout the U.S. that they have tried to emulate what we do. But, uh, you know, they try hard and do a good job, but none of them can do what we do. And uh, we hear it all the time when we're in conferences or whatever and talking to our fellow first responders, and they're just amazed at 
the level of support that St. Louis provides. All, all you have it to is, do is go to Guns and Hoses once, and yeah. you're hooked. I mean, it's it's unbelievable the the turnout and the support you get from the community down there. Oh, that's great! You know, million dollars the last two years. You know, but uh, that's what we need. You know, we need this community to step up, and we could not do it without the support of the community. That's for sure. And you know, we appreciate every donation. Small or big, you know, they're all appreciated, and I can guarantee you it'll be money put to good use, and uh, we're going to manage it right and make sure it benefits our families. Yeah, I just want to mention uh, that you can go to backstoppers.org slash donate to donate, and they make it really easy. Credit card, PayPal, you can do a direct uh, debit from your bank account. And, you know, Mark, I know you know Charlie and Jennifer Dom, but they actually created a business so they could support Backstoppers with their Firehouse Chili Fire Spices. A great couple. I just saw them last weekend at the Eureka Garage Sale, and man, they had their tent set up. And you walk up to them, and they want to talk about backstoppers like right away. <laughs> and they love to make donations. Uh, Charlie was a firefighter. You probably know him, uh, Mr. Patel. Um, yeah. it, it's just it's wonderful to see that 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 was their main mission for opening their company. Yeah, it's, they're great people. Charlie's a Kirkwood firefighter now, and. Uh, Jennifer's and Charlie are two of our biggest supporters ever. And yeah. uh, they just, whatever we need, they do it. You know, it's well, just tremendous and perfect example of how the community can help. Well, anything we can ever do to, to draw attention to those efforts, we'll do it, Ron. You know that. And if people are looking for ways to support the, the family of Sergeant Detective Sergeant Griffith or Officer Alan Sellentrup, who's still recovering uh, from his injuries, we're praying for him every day, uh, we direct him to backstoppers.org. And I hope that they, they give you guys the support. You do such great work over there. Thank you for this morning for your time. Oh, I'm sure the community will step up for us. They always do. You know, right. So. They do. Uh, Ron, take care of yourself. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. You bet. We'll talk. Thank Bo, too. Okay. You bet. We'll, t- we'll talk soon. Executive Director of uh, Backstoppers there, uh, Ron Battelle. I-, I said earlier this week, uh, and Carl kind of called me out on it, I'm like, you know, Ron Battelle was at my wedding. What would you say, Carl? I said, why were the police called at your wedding? <laughs> which, which is probably a, was a really good question. But, uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't for, there were a lot of police at my wedding. Because my father-in-law was, was a, a detective. He was a sergeant for St. Louis County. And many years ago, he and Ron Battelle were partners uh, when they used to have to run people two to a car because they couldn't get back up wow. uh, in, out in West County. And um, and, and they, they were friends for many, many years. And you know, he and his wife, his first wife, uh, Pat, were at our, our wedding. So I've known him for That's wonderful years. that they gave you that support. But they also knew, hey, it's Mark Cox's wedding. Something could happen. <laughs> so we probably should be there. <laughs> they didn't even know they didn't even know me back then. I just moved to St. Louis. So that that's uh, that's wild. But they they loved my uh, my wife's family a lot. So he, he's a he's a great guy. I I've been in the ring with him, uh not with gloves on, oh, but I uh, hope uh, not. At, at Guns and Hoses uh, many years ago, uh, I, I stood like three people over from him, so he doesn't know who I am. But I, I'm just, I'm, I'm glad to, to see him go from law enforcement to supporting law enforcement. And, and you can hear it in his voice. That's just a passion he has. And, and you know, he came home every night uh, from work, but not all law enforcement does. And especially in a crazy situation like last Sunday out in Herman. So here's a challenge for you. Anybody that has went out to Herman for a glass of wine 
donate 10 bucks. Just make a donation of 10 bucks uh, for this, you know, the family to support Backstoppers and all that they do. So there's my challenge to you. Mark, have you ever had wine out in Herman? Oh, it's been a while, but I certainly okay, have. Okay, that's 100 a hundred bucks. Thanks. <laughs> oh, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> or, or a wedding. Or, or yeah, a exactly. wedding. All kinds of, in fact, there's a place I think it's called Ainsley's. I've been there. out in, in Herman this weekend. This Saturday and Sunday, when you're hearing our voice, they're going to donate 10% of all their, their proceeds to uh, the oh, families. So I love, love what they're it. doing out there. So if you're in Herman for some reason, uh, go by there and, and take part in that. That's just good stuff. Again, backstoppers.org. And I know at 971talk.com, we have a link uh, to all of the fundraising efforts for those two officers in Herman. Uh, that's going to do it for this week's edition of Second Amendment Radio in the Great Outdoors. Bo? Have a great weekend. The rest of the uh, rest of the weekend, I should say, and uh, we'll talk next time. See you, boys. Get more at ninety seven one talk dot com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.